1: Okay, we
2: are rolling, 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 rolling. A little limp biscuit. What's that? A little limp bis- biscuit right yep. there.
1: Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. All right, everybody. Here we are, the final podcast there it of is. the Kansas series. It is five twenty-three a.m. We left about an hour ago. We are heading. Home. We didn't do this uh, this update last night just because we were loading the trucks and you know trying to have our last night at camp basically. But um, we had an eventful day again yesterday, which the day I'm talking about. This would be for November tenth, um, our last day in Kansas. So before we do get into that, um, partners, real quick. Latitude Outdoors, Helix Broadheads, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Garmin, Buck Bourbon, Prime Archery, and America's Best Bowstrings. If you guys are looking for any of those discount codes, check them out in the show notes. Um, anything for mobile gear, you know, with Latitude Outdoors, saddles, ropes, platforms, you know, you name it. Go to LatitudeOutdoors.com. Helix Broadheads, I mean, the single-bevel design. Penetration, accuracy, dependability You can measure your recovery in seconds And uh, Go to helixbroadheads.com And don't forget Exodus Outdoor Gear is doing the vault Right now and uh, that is The discontinued Products on their website If you go there in the, in the toolbar You can click the vault And the render was in there and while Supplies last I'm not sure how many Are left if any at all actually I should probably check on that but uh, there were, it was $95 off Exodus renders. So check that out, Exodus Outdoor Gear. Um, yeah. Like I said, those those uh, the uh, discount codes are in the, the show notes there. Mm-hmm. All right. So November 10th. I, th- I think before we start this, I think, uh, see the new moon? Almost?
2: I do. I do. We're Actually, coming right off those partners, Today is, is Veterans Day. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. And, you know, thank you f- to all the men and women that have served this beautiful country. I mean, today is, today is a very important day.
1: Heck, yeah. Thank you very much for all your service, everybody that has served. And, um, yeah, uh, thank you for yeah. for hitting on that. I kind of forgot about that. But, um, so, yeah, before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about november 9th you know we sat all day and uh you know went to full draw that november 9th morning which would have been the second of the trip um and then just you know didn't really have a ton of a ton of uh movement that day but i will say as a group as our group you know we we fought the the weather the whole time we were here we knew this was gonna be the day of the cold front, and i just wanna I just wanna talk about real quick the power of a cold front mm-hmm. uh November ninth morning and i i think we may have said this on on the November ninth they're all meshing together to me, <laughs> you know the November ninth update, yeah. but the power of the cold front was we had a potential of seven guys killing that day between three of them shooting deer um Two of us going full draw, in a miss, in a miss. Mm-hmm. Then what's the other one? Three, four, five, six. There was one more. There might have been another one full draw, but there was there was seven. There was potential for seven kills in in one day, and basically, with an exception of uh, the the later in the day miss. All of them were from six forty in the morning till eight o'clock in the morning.
2: Yeah, so you know, almost just a ninety-minute time window. Yeah, which is wild. That was that was wild to see unfold like that.
1: Yeah, and we were we were spread across a couple counties. Mm -hmm. You know, we were in the same general like location as far as within a couple hours of each other, but like
2: that's just wild to me. What you should you should kind of explain this cold front. Why, like it was it was so powerful?
1: Well, you know, coming into Thursday the ninth, you know, the previous eight to ten days were hot, warm, just getting warmer. You know, and and the same the same wind direction. It was south the whole time, mm-hmm. and we talked about how you know dropping twenty degree temps basically overnight and getting that wind switch is just i don't know man it flips a switch i don't know what it is it it works yeah (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and but i will say it was kind of a flash in the pan you know it happened for us anyway like Mm -hmm. um but it uh we we knew that we're we were gonna have some arrows being launched that day, but we didn't think there would have been seven opportunities.
2: Yeah. I look back at the night before, so look back on Wednesday night when everyone was getting ready for, you know, kind of what we talked, the high anticipation of the cold front. Like, guys were packing their lunches for the all-day sits. Like, they knew what they had coming. And, you know, I look back at that cold front, and you know, we were calling a 60-degree day a cold front. Yeah. That's how hot it was. Yeah. But it was a change. And like you said, with with a cold front usually comes a new wind direction. You know, because you got a new front pushing in. And the pressure was good, too. And the calendar was good. Maybe a little early out there for for Kansas. But, like, it, it was the perfect recipe for it to kick off. And we talked about it. I, You know, if it was just me and you out there, you know, we would have seen We're like, oh, yeah, it was good movement. But to see seven guys like that either full draw shoot mm-hmm. deer miss deer like that was so powerful to see where i think we talked about we're like i've never seen that before
1: yeah not not firsthand mm-hmm. really you know you see you'll open social media and media and you'll see a whole bunch of deer pictures pop up but it's yep. like this is firsthand like actually kind of live with the text chains and mm-hmm. stuff like that like what's going on and
2: yeah it, it was it was wild really what I found interesting though is i don't i don't necessarily want to say it like this but it felt short lived that day like it was it was hot like it, the action was hot and then turn it right off you know, like the, it it felt like that didn't it that's
1: what I meant by like it was a flash in the pan oh, okay like, yeah yeah it just yep.
2: was like it was like
1: A snap of of a Mm -hmm. finger, and it was done. Mm hmm You know? Yep,
2: yep. So. What about yesterday, though?
1: Oh, gosh. And the.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What about the very last day of Kansas, November 10th? Take us through that day. So this Friday, November 10th, was going to be the
1: coldest morning we had on, on the whole time. So thinking Thursday was just that good in the morning, we're like, oh, crap, like. Friday should be just as good, if not better, with it being a little cooler and higher pressure and clear skies and, and and you know, with that cold front basically just hitting the day before. So our plan was to go right back into the lower lip dangle mm-hmm. is what the plan was. Now, I will say, knowing that yesterday the 10th was going to be our last day, I really felt like the night before the 9th, because we didn't see anything after basically 7.40 on the 9th. We did see a... It had a deer come in on us late that night and didn't really know what it was.
0: Excuse me. Oh,
1: <laughs> yawning. Um,
2: Early morning, bud.
1: Yeah. Uh, but my whole theory was... I felt like we needed to get close to food for the evening. Mm-hmm. Standing beans, milo, something. Because... When you drive around, not just us, but all the guys that are with us, they'd be going by a bean field and stuff like that, and there's a pile of deer out there. Yep. You know, so I'm starting to think, like, man, you know, these does are crawling in these going to the food sources still, and the bucks are just going to follow, so we need to figure out something for a food source. And where we were hunting, there's not a lot of ag around, Mm -mm. you know. It's more timber, draws, ditches, cattle pastures, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but the plan was to go to the lower lip dangle in the morning, and we knew the, the, the you know, we, we figured that the movement was probably going to be shut off by like 10, mm-hmm. 10 a.m., and then we are probably going to make a move, but go get some lunch, and, and do something different. Yeah,
2: but we, we were packed just in case. We were. We like, were packed
1: for an all-day deal. We
2: were, we were ready for another 12 hours up in that tree. You know, but we were more or less going to try to let the deer tell us what we need to do.
1: Exactly. It's one of those things like pack for it. And if we keep seeing consistent movement, then we'll uh, we'll ride her out. Mm-hmm. So we get in the tree. We get in, or we, we head to the tree anyway, and it's early. You know, we get in so clean. I will say one thing throughout this whole trip one thing that i think was a plus for what we did was we really focused on access Mm -hmm. how to get in how to get out and we did a lot of bulletproof access you know a lot of our sits were access was was a water source as far as like using a pond dam or using a, a a lake to you know to i don't know to skirt around bedding and 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 dump down into a system, then get into a creek bed and walk the creek bed up, and mm-hmm. you know in the bottom, and then walk it out. And like, boy, I just feel like our access, entry and exit, were, were on point.
2: Yeah, I I agree. You know, not only the route in or out, but how quiet we could be. You know, because Kansas has been so dry. They said, I think the guy at the the. Processor, so they're in like a two year drought mm-hmm. now. The leaves are falling down, and and you know, so some people may say, Well, walking around the lake, that don't like what's so special about that? But it's quiet, yeah, you know, quiet. like when when you have the bedding tight to that lake, being able to walk down on that edge of that water, you know, and not make a sound basically. That that hunts like that are you know, access can make or break a hunt like that. I mean, yep. my favorite though is when we when we were, you know, wrapping around that lake, then dropping down in that creek system. Like, that was, that was uh, very like Bill Winky ish yes. style yeah. access.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, access and, you know, with exit and entry were really good. And so we, we make our way to the tree. We get in, we get locked in and everything ready and just got to let the lights come on. And we were in there at least an hour before daybreak and Mm -hmm. you know it starts getting daylight and everything now it's shooting light and it's so calm i remember telling you like man i wish it wasn't as so calm it's just like you don't even feel like you can take your hands out of your pockets because it's you know loud
2: yeah and which that's something that we talked about because you've been out in kansas before is this was this week one of the calmest wind weeks you've ever seen in kansas yeah i mean we
1: we maybe had one day that was like fifteen mile an hour winds. Other than that, it was all calm.
2: Because mm-hmm. like it, it was really all weird. like outside, like some of those hot days, like the hunting conditions were enjoyable. Okay. Oh yeah, like it wasn't bad to be like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It wasn't like you're sitting up there just shivering because the wind is cutting your body in half. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. It was just so calm and the The leaves were a little wet just from the the moisture. It wasn't it wasn't cold enough to frost, but it was close. You
2: yeah, know? yep, yeah. Because uh, when we were walking through that CRP, like some of that the lower CRP, like you could see that it what it wanted to be real frosty right. that morning.
1: Yep, it did. So the lights come on, and I I want to say it was probably right around seven. Was it right around seven? Yeah,
2: I think it was short like seven. F- um, for some reason, I, I thought it was around like seven fourteen ish, or okay. something like that. Yeah. Seven twenty four or something, something around there. How about you? Kind of kick off what what happened there
1: because you, you were on the tr- the side of the tree that it started happening.
2: Okay, so you know, if you think back to the day before, you know, when when Aaron went full draw on that deer kind of worked on that system. You heard us talk about that story about how we crossed that, that creek and stuff. One thing I always try to do in, in this is exactly, you know, how it was with the buck I killed down here is when I'm in somewhere new and I see a deer do something that's maybe a little bit different than what I thought. I seem to make sh- like, I, I put that on my checklist for my eyeballs to continuously check while we're hunting. And I'm, I continuously keep looking over there and then all of a sudden I, I thought I heard something up and up that way. So then I locked my eyes in there and I can only see a very small window and it's the kind of window that like you, you need to be looking at and all of a sudden you can have a deer just drop right down into that window. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I was like, man, you know, I, I, I was pretty sure I heard something. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I was, Aaron, right here's a doe. Big doe, too. And when I first seen her, her demeanor told me I thought she was by herself. Yep. But I told you, I said, Aaron, I said, you know, deer right here doing the exact same thing as yesterday. Like, the exact same thing. And so you get prepared, and now we are more more prepared for this encounter than... The day before cuz like we said like when you're new to an area like you may think you know how that you're going to come through there but there may be something that you know maybe just the sign isn't showing it too well and it's hard to read. Yep. And all of a sudden you know I get the camera going and and you're you're ready, you're locked in, you know, tension on the release just in case and all of a sudden I can hear a grunt. I hear a good grunt too like we're not that's not a year and a half old grunt. And I told you, I said, he's coming. I, do, I can't see where he is yet, but I could tell one was coming. And as soon as I heard that grunt, you heard, like, that buck, or now that we've learned it was box multiple, too, that all of a sudden they, they like, hit that, hit that, uh, that catch-up speed to her. And when they hit that catch-up speed... She jetted out of there. All of a sudden, she went from being really calm to like, oh okay. They caught back up again. I gotta go.
1: Well, before, before I think it was right before you seen the bucks. So I was locked in, tension on the string. You were like a doe. She jumps over the cr- the creek system or mm-hmm. the creek, and she's walking through my window. So I'm watching her, and I'm like, oh man, if there's a buck behind her, and he does the same thing done deal 20 yards right where she's at this is going to be slam dunk yep and there she did the same basically the same thing the deer uh before did um Uranus fudge factory <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what uh just saw uh, a bulletin board and but anyway she was doing the same thing that the deer but the morning before did mm-hmm. and then you were like buck and then you said shooter And I'm, so I'm on the opposite side of the tree, and where these deer are coming from, there's a big tree in the way. Like, I can't see where he's coming from. And then he jump down into the creek right
2: yeah yeah because at that time i thought that i thought there was only one buck and i think you had maybe caught a glimpse of that there's maybe two yeah but you know that doe the one thing the doe did differently than the buck did the day before she jumped across the creek because if you remember listening to our story we were kind of surprised that he came across that creek right mm-hmm. there like yeah he dropped down into it well she jumped across it but i i understand why she jumped because she had two you know Two males hot on her, you know, keep pushing her there, and you know, and it was—it's a situation in there that I need, like I've, I need to be, you know, relying information to you because your window's even smaller than the, the window that I can see. Right. Yep. And it's hard because it's like I like essentially like I'm trying to tell you whether like if it's a good buck to go to full jaw or whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> I can see him coming around. When he, break, when he hits that open window, he's got that stiff leg, bow-legged out, that trot to him. And by no means was this deer going to break the record books. But I'm still not too sure what he is because when we look back at the, the footage, I'm like, man, I just don't remember. <laughs> I thought he looked a little bit different than that. Yeah. But he's got, like, no... No spread to him, but his antlers almost come up and just go forward, and they're just... As heavy as a beer cannon, they look like. Well, and he
1: his body was heavy. I oh, think man. We talked about, you know, I think I said that morning, I was like, I just want to see, like, an, I don't even care what he scores. I just want to see an
2: old, you did too.
1: Old, decrepit buck yep. come in. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'd be so happy with
2: that. Yeah. And you, you know what? You did say that too, you know, because we we're like, I wonder if there's one in this area. Yeah. And like, on this piece of ground we're hunting.
1: Yeah. And, and I think we, well, anyway, he, he dumps down into the creek and he comes up to on our side and he's obviously got that like he's got that hitching his giddy up, mm-hmm. you know? And I go to full draw again for the third time and I've got the pin ready and he's behind those two cedars that the deer the day before stopped behind, and I can see him, and then I go, Meh, and he stops But when he stopped, he was bounding when when I'm mad at him, and he stopped where his body was on the other side of my lane from the deer the day before, and he's in some more thick stuff. I can see a little bit of his butt clearly, and I got the pin right on his vitals. Mm -hmm. And I just cannot, for a split second, I'm like, just send one through. and Then I'm like. There was so much stuff in the way Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's not, it it will not even make it through there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it, we've, we talked about it a lot afterwards where it's like having both those bucks inside the 20 like that. And, you know, when the ruts happening like that, the day before, you know, we get the one to lock up and then Mm -hmm. he takes the bounds this one's this one's got no care in the world, but that's the problem. He had no care in the world. He was just he was on a move, you know, yeah. and couldn't get him to stop. And and I I remember like after you're, you let down, and they they both run off, and <clears throat> you look at me and you're like, what was that? <laughs> like, I had no like, idea I what like, it was. I was like, dude, I I don't know exactly what he was. But
1: well, we look back on the footage and kind of slowing it down. To me. I mean, he's a giant deer, mm-hmm. like his body, big body deer. I remember seeing his chest, like his chest was like, like fatty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just yep. rumbling. I think he was an old big body deer. I think he was like a big five or six point I agree. is what, it, what I think he mm-hmm. was. Um, just tall, heavy, just an old warrior. And I would have been thrilled to yeah. Put my tag around him. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, the
2: one the one thing that stuck on my mind was his mass. Like I yes. felt like he had like stupid mass, but he just didn't have a lot of antler on top of his head left. Yeah, we couldn't even see, we couldn't see like
1: what G twos were. If he had mm-hmm. G threes or you know anything like that, like couldn't see that or browse. It was just tall, heavy, massive, mature deer, and you know. <laughs> i remember letting down and they they worked off because they got into those cedars and we couldn't hear them or see them and you know i looked at dj and i'm like man i just started smiling and i'm like it's just not meant to be for Hmm. me you know just not it's not meant to be like it's there's uh to me i I thought about it most of the day and and throughout the last couple days and like to me this trip, there was a bigger message for me. Mm-hmm. There was a bigger message that I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Um, but the roller coaster, the close calls, the there was this. There was a bigger message in this trip that there was a reason why I was supposed to be here. There was a reason why it was. I was supposed to. I'm not going to say suffer, but I was supposed to. It was supposed to be hard. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm sure that I'll see that sign and I'll figure out what that was and what it, you know what I'm saying? Like I, but, uh, I will say, I said it before, like the last couple of years have been like, I feel like I have, I've, I've almost had to have a pinch me moment because it like things were really easy. Yeah. Seemed to be, mm-hmm. you know, and that's never happened to me like that. So I don't know if this was more of like a reality check like hey man like it's it's really not all sunsets and rainbows and or sunshine and rainbows or um it's not always that it's like this is real life this yeah. is this is your reality check yeah. you know or you know it was you know could have been something with you know being with all my close friends and and kind of like working through all that too you know i, I don't know Yep. I, I really don't have anything to put my finger on it, but um, I really do believe that this was the way everything, like, you know, panned out. There was a bigger reason for it. And then, you know, not just just skip through the day, but a lot didn't really happen. I mean, uh, 10 o'clock rolls around, and we, we get down, and then we check out that system and why the deer were doing what they were doing. And it's something you can't even see on the map. Mm-mm. There's yep. there's a terrain feature in there you cannot see on the map. Um, and you you made the comment like when we we're walking up that system, you're like, there's like three, two or three deadfalls that like it make the deer do what they do in there, and that's stuff that you don't see on a map. And you, and there's a there's a, a like a small ridge that comes down in from the CRP. In there, and that—that's what those deer use. Yeah, you know, and and even there was no topple lines on the map in there. So, it's just a couple things that you don't see that really you need to put boots on the ground to, to know that.
2: Yeah, and and not only boots on the ground, but sometimes it takes a visually seeing the deer use the system a certain way to learn it. you know what I mean. Like, if we, Aaron, I, I truly believe if you and I came down here and scouted that piece for four days i still don't i don't know if i could have bought into you know, like those deer cross and jumping across that creek right there i know <clears throat> i still think that they would have followed that system down and honestly according to the sign the scrapes the rubs the historical rubs i still believe that i just think that that doe i mean we we are at the mercy of a doe, you know, and in mm-hmm. that you know people may say, well, like, well the f- the first morning in there, it was only a buck, but we don't know if a doe had come through there, an hour before we climbed in that tree, right? Because that's kind of what I'm leaning towards now, like seeing that kind of movement, where it's like, that's, a doe dragged one through there, mm-hmm. just like that, you know. But I uh, I I like that you're looking at it in the way about you know like there's there's a bigger picture here and you know it may be when we're driving home here today and it's the truck's quiet or whatever the case may be and you got your head thinking or maybe it'll be in a week from now that he'll be sitting at home or or laying in bed and just you know just processing things and then you're going to realize it because i've been on these hunts like this Mm -hmm. i've been on highly anticipated hunts that you put a lot into and you don't wrap your tag around something but that's why to me success is measured in so many different ways i mean right. we learn so much about this down here if we ever come back we have such a good starting point and i can't help but think if if i offered you this before we ever came down, I said, Aaron, we are going to deal with bad weather. It is going to be hot. It is going to be low 80s for multiple days, November 5th and 6th and 7th and 8th. You are going to get walked in on three times by other hunters. But you will also go full draw on three bucks inside a bow range. Hmm would you would you would you say let's go hunting let's do, let's take the trip
1: Well, uh, what i would have said yeah i would have said that but i would have said you know just give me one of those opportunities yeah. that's all i need
2: yeah yeah you know. so you know when i when you and look and i don't mean that in a cocky way no no like I, I just yeah
1: you know we we've talked about it before we we strive for one opportunity a year i got three on a piece of public on a couple pieces of public that i've never been to in my life mm-hmm. dropping in doing a little bit of scouting and, and and just going in and and getting on three pretty good deer yeah you know
2: listen to what you just said you ask for one opportunity a year and you know what i mean like and we this was this was a week-long hunt you know what yeah. i mean like that is like and dude there are some there are some big wins there and we we've talked about those in the tree like you know even i can remember you know, the day I killed and I jumped up in the tree with you that night, having five does all come within bow range, literally not even scouting that we dropped in that night with our, you know, our saddles on sticks, platforms on the backpack, read what we could while we are trying to get ready to set up and still have deer come in bow range. Like that, those are all like wins in my book. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Yeah. It wasn't, you know, an arrow flung, but those are, those are wins, dude. Like that's how I look at a lot of things.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, and I don't know, it just, it, having three opportunities, two inside 16 yards, you know, the other one a little further, but definitely within bow range. That's, that's good. You know, I, I can't complain at all there uh definitely got tested this this trip i will say that but i'm going home right now as the sun's starting to come up here and i am i am a-okay with everything that happened i had a hell of a trip man it was a lot of fun um got to strategize a lot with you know my buddies and and all you know even the you you included and um we put a lot of time in the tree we didn't miss a day Uh, We put a lot of time in scouting, didn't miss a day. It's a little tiring, but, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 days, we're heading home. You killed a great buck. Yep. You know, I don't want to discredit that at all. You know, Eddie killed a slammer. Tom killed a good one, and then Cole killed one, or a good one, uh, uh, Thursday morning. It would have been the morning of all the chaos. Yep. Um, You know, we had two other guys not not be able to recover their deer which which sucks but um good bucks and then uh actually last night had another guy uh kind of a hail mary sit and shot a good one and ultimately didn't recover that so Mm -hmm. you know it is what it is it's bow hunting you know do your due diligence and and so i don't know i mean our set last night we dropped into a a piece of walk-in Uh, Just hoping to see some cruisers and saw three does and this is this is kind of kind of like hammer home the Like to me the rut is not going on right now in Kansas Um, There are pieces or you know pockets probably where it's going going pretty hot and heavy, but like You know we saw some nudging But we didn't see rut. I, I still think as we sit here on November 11th. It's too early I honestly if I was to be coming back personally i probably wouldn't be coming back until like the 14th or 15th of november Mm -hmm. Um, that's me personally david might think a little differently and i'd probably stay right till about that thanksgiving time frame like i think that's when it's going to happen because next week in kansas or this week that we're coming into it's still supposed to be pretty warm you know it's supposed to be in the 60s as highs and and in the 40s as lows, which is good but it's like man you know Those rut hunts, you want them to be a little colder. You yeah. want those November's to be like, man, there's a freaking chill in the air. I need some hand warmers and and all that kind of stuff and your heavy layers. But um, I don't know. It's there's like I said, there's pockets just like anywhere. There's pockets uh, where the rut is good, but there is a you know doing this series. We've had a lot of people reach out to us in the last ten days, and a lot of people that are in Kansas and people that are in Illinois and even people in Iowa, like experiencing the same thing we're experiencing Mm -hmm. you know so um i don't know it's uh bittersweet i know today is going to be a solid day of college football on so it's going to pass the time on the drive but and i know i've got you included i've got a daughter and a wife at home that Mm -hmm. wants to see me really bad so I'm, i'm ready to be home man yeah
2: yeah it's it's uh you know sometimes it's You know it's hard to, you know, pack up and leave these these trips like this. You know we waited so long for it. Yeah. We put so much into it, and to think, I always have a hard time leaving trips because I I think about how long it will be before this gets to happen again, Mm. right? And this it's gonna be a while, but knowing what you have waiting at home, once you get the truck packed and start, you know, we're headed east now then all of a sudden like i you know you can flip that switch and it's like okay i'm i'm excited to go see the family now but uh i dude my like i'm fulfilled like i i feel good driving home um i hope you do too because i you know you talked about it never missing a hunt like we never we we put the gas pedal to the floor and never let off of it in my opinion and that is we talked about it, where it's like, and a hunt like that, no matter what happens at the end of it, when you get in that truck and head head towards home, if you knew er- that you did everything you could, if you liked all the plays that you could, it just it sits well with you. Yep. You know, and I that's where I'm at, and you know, that's even with hunting with you, like I dude, like. Man, I thought we we've we made some really good moves, really good moves. You know, you talked about the access. We hunted trees, Aaron. That if I came back next week, I'd go right back to some of those and trees and take a pole saw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if yeah. we could. <laughs> yeah, take a pole saw, but you know, let me. It, is it safe to say that if you could change one thing, it would be the dates of the calendar of this trip? That would be the one thing you would change?
1: Yeah, I won't I I can tell you this. I won't be back in Kansas. I know Ever's a long time, but I won't be back in Kansas this early again probably. Yeah. I you know I've and I should have known, but also, also we have 10 other guys that have a say in this too. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, these guys have been doing this trip for, this is their fifth year, a lot of them, and this is the earliest they've ever been. Well, last year they were down, uh, I think they left like the 10th or 11th of November and stayed until, you know, right before Thanksgiving, and they felt like they missed the rut. So they wanted to try some something a little earlier. Well, um, you know, I, I, I'm I like, yeah, it's November, Kansas, let's do it. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I've been in Kansas four years before this all in november and it's it was always like i didn't have a direct like man early november is usually not very good like it's you know it's it's pockety it's like i said it's it's pockets and it's weather dependent and stuff like that and um so i was like yeah let's let's do it but looking back at it now and i think those i'm not gonna speak for those guys but Per the conversations we've had, I don't think they'll ever come back this early again either. Yeah. Like I, I, just, I really think that, and I don't know. Like I said, I'd be leaving 13, 14, 15th of November and stay until Thanksgiving and and uh, coming back home because honestly, like Michigan gun season is what it is for me. Like now, it like I, you know, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna transition all my hunting stuff to. To orange and everything and get the gun ready and for my wife and i'm gonna go sit with her whenever she wants to sit but my my season is is basically done if if i get a buck that um you know is still around and everything like that through gun season or after gun season where i could get on him um i might throw a couple sits at it Mm -hmm. but other than that i mean my my falls basically uh she's winding down pretty the, the tank's pretty empty yeah yeah
2: <laughs> you know you, you talked about coming down here with with the 10 guys aaron you know about that and i'll be honest that was coming into this like i've never been in a camp like that with that many guys and you hear a lot of times about people going out of states like they do it by themselves yep. or them in a the buddy, and and that's that can be done too that that's mostly the only thing i've done so I, I didn't know what to think of it you know coming into a household of 10 people trying to hunt diy style public land but it went well man i i it truly did and you can tell that they've got a they've got themselves a system down Mm -hmm. here it it truly truly shows but great guys man and i tell you what the old dj over here learned quite a bit about a camera over the last week
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i ran him through the gauntlet he's uh He's uh, almost to the field producer role, I would say. He's <laughs> got an eye for us, it. just now just camera functionality and and, <clears throat> and framing, you mm-hmm. know, and, and just when to shoot and when not to shoot kind of thing. So yeah, I yeah. So I think you did a hell of a job. I appreciate you doing that, man.
2: Oh, man, I, I had a good time, buddy. And like I told you last night, as the sun set, you know, it's, you know, as that sun went down last night, it's, you know, I – I felt for you. I just wanted, I wanted you to be happy with how your hunt went. But like I told you, dude, I'd go hunt with you anytime, anywhere, dude. It's, I, I had a great week out here and, and, uh, I don't think, like I said, we left nothing on the table.
1: Yeah. No, I, and same goes for me with you, man. It's had a great time. We never laughed once probably.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming home with six pack for sure. The old, the old lower stomach hurts Uh from laughing so much yeah it was a good time so
1: yeah but that that guys um i think that's gonna gonna wrap up the season 23 kansas series appreciate you guys following along thank you for all the support and um just want to hit on this tuesday's episode's a big one um mm-hmm. it's it's a big one we got a pretty big announcement coming so um it's pretty cool so make sure to check that out as well and I, I want you guys to start thinking about we did the one giant mistake series last year. We're getting ready to do it again this year. So
2: ooh, um, coming back. It's coming back. Season coming two. Back.
1: Season two of one okay. giant mistake. We're gonna we're gonna start running them out. Uh, first of the year will be the goal. So basically, the premise last year was, you know, we wanted to talk to those guys, anybody that had history with a really big deer that uh, you know he got away he got he was missed and or you know wounded and showed back up and still hunting him or whatever you know that one giant mistake that happened um if you know anybody that has that situation please reach out and uh direct message us or or even if it's you and not saying it's going to be a for sure thing we're going to try to do you know we did i think we did eight or nine episodes last year i would really like to shoot for that again if we can uh, we're not going to take all of them. I can tell you that. We had we had over 100 people mm-hmm. reach out last year, and it's just we had a criteria. And that doesn't mean like your story is not a good story. Yeah. Um, but we don't want it to be just like, ah, oh, I sit in public land and this giant showed up and I missed him and that was it. Like, we, like, where DJ and I come from is the story of it. Like, man, I hunted this deer for four years finally got my opportunity at him and I swung and I missed like that is the one giant mistake like and it doesn't have to be a 200 inch deer but you know we're looking for the story side of it Mm -hmm. if there's multiple years of history if there's anything like that then yes reach out to us we'd love to hear it and we're going to be asking you some questions like kind of vetting it out like hey some details so if you can come with some details on it would be good but it went over really well people loved that series um it probably is the number one series that still gets talked about that we've done those episodes uh you know we figured january would be another good time to to roll that out so um if you know anybody or that somebody might be you reach out to us and uh let us know
0: yeah
2: i i'm looking forward to it man i you know listened to those stories last year a lot of heartbreak in those stories yeah, but man, there was a lot of learning lessons in them too. For you sure, know, even you know you could tell the hunter, could was learning something from it. But even the listeners, like I had people reach out, and it's like, you know, man, thank you for doing these stories because m- maybe that's something I need to I need to be cautious of for now on or yes. whatever the case may be. But people loved it, man, and and so did I, and I think you did too.
1: Yep, for sure. All right, guys, thank you guys for all the support and all the downloads. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, and leave a written review. And please do the same thing on Spotify.